in perfect fashion, we're back. This is Woody vs. Poppy. This is our third time starting the intro, so we're lacking the luster. Chris, how you doing, though? I'm doing all right. Uh, we're just living. It, it, it's really interesting that, I guess, like, we're at this point. It's been a long time since the last podcast. There's been a lot of things that's gone on since uh, lives are completely changed. And uh, I think it's just, like, the perfect time right now for us to return. Yeah, I wish life was simpler. If it was, we'd still be able to, like, put music at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> remember, when, remember when we put the Young Thug check? I could hear that bullshit from a mile away. <laughs> yo, those intros used to be crazy. Those intros used to... Yo, those used to be crazy. The best one is that I can't um, go for that. Yeah, yeah. No, this is true. I would put... The Nas, let's take a moment. The can we please have a moment of silence? Because so many, because so many people have passed away. So what I was saying before we had restarted was, um, rest in peace to Steph West from Harlem. Rest in peace. Like that was really one of the young dudes out here killing it. Rest in peace, my big brother, Da. You know Alex Jones, not the crazy one, the real one. Rest in peace, my brother Christoph. This oh one. Ooh. Oh, Christoph, bro. We going I know you here with me. I'm gonna tell you a spooky story about Christoph in a second. And then of course, last but not least at the moment, let's just, you know, rest in power, rest in design, rest in everything. Virgil, Virgil Abloh, just, you know, crazy how he understood he was on borrowed time and really just got the most out of it every single day. Let me trip you out, Chris. So I'm getting ready to go to Basel, and I'm, like, trying to pack, and it's late night, and Shanae is asleep, so the lights are off and stuff like that. So I'm like, damn, I need to um, I need to turn on my flashlight on my phone so I can pack. And, bro, every time I set it, my flashlight turned on on my phone. Twice it did that, and I didn't turn it on, Chris. What the fuck? Twice it did that, and I didn't turn it on, bro. I was like, Christoph, have you al- are you already a spirit? Like you all, you like first day out. You already helping me. Like relax, Brody. Like first day out, bro. Like you know what I mean. Like there was a really funny um post on someone's story. Um, shout out Curtains. Curtains was like, I know as soon as you got to Heaven's Gates, you already called God, Brody. <laughs> like, you know, like man, you know, um, it's crazy. He always showed love. He's the reason why I got to like set sail. And go travel the world with a boogie and high bridge, and I'll never for, you know forget that. And I'm in debt to him, you know, for that. And it was a beautiful time, and he did a lot, man. And he always had a lot of plans. And just life said, we need you to be at a greater place. And of course, that segues us with V, man. He just literally the the glue, the the architect. He set up the the foundation for us to be doing what we're doing, man. A lot of people don't know we've been doing this podcast for over six, seven years, man. And um, I we were chopped liver. I'll I'll tell the truth, Chris. We were chopped liver. You, like you didn't live here yet. Mm-hmm. You were still a young kid figuring it out. You know, you didn't even have a good relationship with your father yet. Me, right. I'm in flux. I'm kind of like past my old relationship, moving on to a new, trying to figure out what my life's gonna be. You know. And out of nowhere, Virgil just says, yo, No Vacancy Inn is my favorite DJ group. And we grew a relationship with them, and it was amazing. 
And Tremaine said, yo, bro, y'all podcast. We're going to have y'all on this No Wave podcast. And we had you on via satellite. And it changed where we're at to this day, bro. 100%. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that day or that weekend in, in retrospect? Because you wasn't there, you know, but but do you like do you feel the gravity of how that changed everything for us? No, 100 percent. It's like a, the butterfly effect. Like after that, everything changed. And I don't know. I think it was just more or less um, understanding what can be done. You know, like I, I wasn't. I was supposed to be in those situations. Or I was supposed to be on that podcast listening and, and being able to talk with all these amazing minds and stuff like that. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's time for me to come up to bat now. And the whole entire time, I've been watching y'all swing. So it's like, that was the uh, un... I can't take that. Like, that. that's one of those, like, experiences that you just got to really appreciate, yo. Like, I wasn't there, but it impacted me way more than, you know what I'm saying? Like, anything else at that time could have. And thinking about it in retrospect is crazy because it happened so quickly and all that stuff. And, you know, when I'm removed from it, you know, what I mean, I didn't get to go to all the stuff and see it. But it's like yeah. I see what the results of it have been. And, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm walking down the street, uh, you know, from my fucking apartment in Brooklyn in my Coral Varsity, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember like where we started, where things were, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, the genesis of those things. So. It's just like, you know, ever since that he passed, I've been really retrospective, introspective. I don't know. I, I'm still a nigga. I don't know how to say shit. Yeah, go ahead. Go but ahead. It's just like, you know, I've been thinking about about this last generation, this decade that, you know what I mean? Y'all, the architects really, I mean, like putting this work and set up this foundation for the next generation of all of us, you know, creatives in this shit. And I'm just appreciative that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was listening to the podcast a few days ago. Uh, I was listening to like episode... Uh, 50-something, I don't know, from 2016, I was about to cry, I'm like, damn, like, we really have made it, you know what I'm saying, like, re you know, realistically, on the grand scale of things, like, I'm not no fucking millionaire or some shit like that, but nigga, I live in a four-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn, with one room. You know what's trippy, though? Wait, you know what's trippy, though? I listen to the podcast, and I don't have, I wouldn't call it PTSD, but I, I'm so used to to being on Skype even to this day that when I was listening to it, I thought I was really talking to you. So I was like trying to interject. And I'm like, wait, I'm listening to a recording. Yeah. He's not on the phone at all. Like this is me listening to us politic and talk the way we used to talk, man. And just hearing some of the takes I would have, I'd be like, do I still trust that take? <laughs> and then I'd wait to hear myself spell something out. Or I'd hear like vintage you cause your voice changed yeah. through these times. Everything, man, is is it's 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 wonderful, and I'm happy that we had uh, real time to to groom ourselves. I do want to ask another question though. Okay. Do you understand now what I meant by like five years can change everything for you? No. Remember, I said that when 2021 started. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was I, like, I remember that shit. Like this can all change. I was like, like none of it is for certain. Mm-hmm. The mapping of each decade changes, bro. History tends to show you how the launch pad of a decade will set up what the rest of the decade is going to be done, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, so, I, it's, how, it's funny because when you told me that, I don't think you really, you told me that, and I don't think you realize how much it impacted me. Like, ever since you told me about that shit, I've been, like, focused. Like, all my friends, all the people around me, they know that I'm, like, crazy about this. I, I call it the 2022 theory. And it's like, 
we like and that's why i've been working hard that's why i've been wanting to do all this stuff because i understand that like you know what i mean like it's a it's an amazing quote that virgil said i'm gonna paraphrase it but he was like you know you have to you have to surf every single day to understand when the wave is gonna break you can't just you know what i mean like you have to be in this you have to understand that like yo everything is in cycles know when the wave is going to be able to break and know who else is going to take the same path as you and you know what i'm saying like you'll you'll be good and after you told me that shit yeah i've just been in that go mode because it's like bro it's uh the train is about to leave you know what i'm saying like this shit is like you know people have their bags packed a lot of us got our bags packed a lot of us yeah that's a good way to put it Mm -hmm. it's like the, the 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 next wave the train of success you know Everyone who's with Nike now can't be with Nike forever. Everyone's with Adidas or these companies, you know. Everyone's setting up what's the next thing. For all we know, it might be a new company that takes over by 2027. They, they're they the meta, the meta, the standard mm-hmm. for how people want to translate products to people or communications and things, man. Um, when we was first doing this podcast stuff, we, we did it because we loved it. We didn't know it was going to be a whole realm for it, you know. I wasn't arguing, but I was talking to a guy on forums where we started KTT and the dude was just like I wish I would have kept going it would have benefited you so much and I'm like what are you talking about we didn't podcast to become podcasters yeah. we was podcasting because we we just naturally wanted to give commentary on what we were living we, we're still living and I'm living it pretty damn well mm-hmm. you know that was just to give people a pullback on the curtain and to archive some of this stuff because I know that we were going to live more things that we could remember and what better way to play it back than these certain memories and applications that allow us to to listen to our past in a very convenient way. We're low-key like stretching Bobito, you know, but make it black. Yeah. No, 100%. Hell yeah. It was the ultimate, if you know, you know. You know what I'm Yeah. Like, well, we had some of the best yeah. interviews, all that type of shit. It was like, I, I feel like uh, in the same way that like, um, God... I can't think of the dude name. The guy Shabazz something. The the dude that photo- like that took all the photos of, you know what I mean? Like all- Tupac. No 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 not 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 him not him. The one that took the the wild style shit. That nigga. Oh I got you I got yeah, you so I got like, you. The way that he was just naturally capturing the culture, you know what I'm saying? Like we kind of did that in our own way, but it was just through podcasting. We was just talking, you know. And it's funny that you say you tried to interject because we perfected conversation so much to the point that we just started recording ourselves talking naturally. It's like yeah, it's a, it's some it's, cra- right. it's crazy. All right, so for the sake of time and for the sake of n- not getting so hung up on ourselves, like we're like we're the special guests. Let's just do a run through of all the things that we got on our minds that's going on in the world right now. So, do you want to start with Grammys? It's been so. I mean, like, it, I mean, if we if we talk, about I mean, we can start from current and keep going backwards. We keep yeah, going backwards. Yeah, it's cool. Right, let's talk about it. It's, it's you know, like we don't gotta, you know, like certain things. I feel like we may have missed our turn to speak on. It's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. But your boy, your boy Drake, he only got three Grammys. I see why he bowed out. He only got three, bro. So what is he like? Three for sixteen? Yeah. I mean, he's three out of sixteen. Yeah. He got nominated sixteen times. One three times. And it's like you know when you sit here and think I'd about the too. Grammys, bro. This is my problem with the Grammys. It's like you can't win. There's no way to win it. It's like a nigga like Drake, and y'all know, bro. Y'all know I'm still that Drake fan. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Certified Lover Boy is literally the most deserving album of the year candidate. 
that you could possibly think of. Before Adele's stupid ass released the same fucking album again because she's white and it's okay for her to do that, this nigga Drake dropped Yo, the yo, Chris, I think you forgot this is a new world, no, nigga, but I hear no, you. It's I the hear. truth, though. This is a new world. <laughs> it's a truth, though. No, I'm, 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 I'm talking about, like, bro, you got to think. We made podcasts before you could get canceled for real. Bro, go bro, ahead. Bro, go yeah, ahead. I get you. I get you. Don't worry. I'm still corporate with it. It's like, bro. <laughs> Adele, like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, a, a person like, 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 well, let's look at the albums. Let's look at the albums of the year. You know, nomination. Grammy. Album of the year. And some of the nominations they got right. Some of them they got right. So it's it's, it's her, Lil Nas X, Doja Cat, Taylor Swift. Um, um, damn, what's that one girl or that one artist? Hmm. I would think you'd have it up. I, what's her name? I forgot because I don't listen to that uh, genre, but it's like TikTok music. Oh, basically. oh, 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 Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, and then Yay. This shit don't make sense. <laughs> it don't make Yo, they sense. just all they trying to do is have a uh, Infinity War, so Ye could be tripping that he lost to Taylor Swift. It's no way they giving it to to Lil Nas X or Doja Cat or her. Mm, they giving that thing to I Taylor agree. Swift. Oh, and Billie Eilish. Yeah, come on, bro. Billie Eilish or Taylor. Oh, yeah, Ooh, that's yo. That is about to be Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Who the f- yo? Tell them to stop making that. Hold music. on, wait. They just added them. Wait, they just added them to the no, album they, of the year. They, they been was on it. Nah, you sure they just they must have just added them, bro. It's fucking lame, bro. It's lame, bro. It's like I don't get. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's like you can like like certified lover boy. I'm not even on some like bullshit anymore. I ain't even on some like Drake like like you know like fucking fan dick riding shit. It's like, bro, what are we doing at this point? Why are we like lying? Like, Pitchfork did not put Way Too Sexy on any of the songs of the year. Nigga, what world is a fucking Caroline Polachek song the number one song in 2021? Outside of Bushwick or outside of somebody's stupid cost fucking headphones. Nigga, this shit is not real. <laughs> and it's like, bro, Oh, and we can't, we can't forget the John Baptiste, his album too, We Are. Oh my God, bro. They Yo, the Grammys is, hey, that is, that is, it don't make that's sense. so many nominees, bro. How many? One... Wait, that's not always true. That's not always true. You know why that's not true? Why? Remember when Travis lost to Cardi B and he threw that fit? But that's Travis and Cardi Bro, Kendrick is the best. He was the he had the best album of the year. It don't matter if you want to talk about uh, uh I know sales. I'm just trying to remind you that that in, like based off your theory, mm-hmm. Travis was up there going. You know, he was he was he was giving them everything. Mm-hmm. I get those goosebumps every time. And bro, 
And they set them up. They set them up because usually when an artist performs and they do the nominations right after, that artist wins and comes back out mm-hmm. and um, receives the award. That's what Ye did after his Grammy Stronger performance. They gave him the award right after. Yeah. But that's not what happened with Travis. That man, you know, he did a whole Netflix or HBO doc, whatever it was. I Bro, forgot he now. He did all that shit. It's hey, like, wait, that was the only documentary where an artist baby said maybe three sentences for the whole thing. He did his, you didn't leave that documentary with more information than you came in with. That <laughs> shit was just vibes. <laughs> bro, Travis got <laughs> the ultimate vibe artist, bro. He's just a human Tumblr page. Wait, let's talk about this. Ooh, what a segue, Chris. Let's talk about Astro World because we, we, we're the only ones who can really give people the real information about what ha- what what happened? Not because we were there, <laughs> no Sersky, no, but because most people don't have context on Travis Scott. Most people don't know he's on the spectrum. He's he he has like mental, you know, problems that won't even allow him to be a conversationalist. Like he can't even talk to people for real when it comes to like saying things he doesn't want to say. If you ever looked at Travis Scott ever even talking, the diagnosis is there. He only talks and call to actions. Yeah, I need you guys to turn up. I need you guys to tear this down. Yeah. All of these different things that Travis does and says that allows him to um, act how he acts, you know, towards general public. You never even see Travis Scott interviews, you know. You did early on in his career. So, he, you know, so he has the, the brain power, but to get it out in a way that he doesn't, that he doesn't want to, per se, in terms of media training. And, and I know you want to speak, but... Just, just le- like you know, just let me get this off. He really don't got it, right? So when you look at the apology they said that was like him trying to fish for crocodile tears, that wasn't what that was. That was someone who hates talking to in front of a camera, and you can tell was getting anxiety about having to say something he didn't feel like he needed to say. Like he's like, I gotta do this. Man, that was the tone. Not like, I'm sorry. Like, he's just blown that he has to do something and be something that he actually isn't. But go ahead. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's a really good point. And I feel like the reason why, if you look at a lot of older Travis Scott videos, like, bro, Travis Scott had interviews now. If he talked enough, nobody would like Travis Scott. And I think that Travis Mm. has realized this as the third well, I'd say, yeah, the second iteration of the Kanye, uh, you know, archetype is like, he realized that, okay, let me not talk. Let me remove all personality. Let me just be a walking billboard. Travis Scott is the fucking human manifestation of capitalism. He does it like, bro, you, Travis Scott gets a million fucking uh, endorsements and all this other shit. Because the nigga don't got no type of controversial opinions to say anything. You barely even know what Travis Scott look like. Woo! He's staring at the ground. You spitting right now. Bro, you spitting. Travis is a very, like, like I, I try to, like, explain it. And it's like, this is the ultimate. The Astroworld Fest is the ultimate, like, him. It's all catching up with him. Because he was able to dodge accountability with how he kind of created this whole entire rager culture. Which, it, it, let's really get deep, right? Travis oh, come Scott, on, come on, come on, come on. Please tag me in. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But make sure you Scott tag me Houston. in. Travis Scott from Houston, right? Eh, no, he's from the suburbs. Travis Scott is a white kid inside of a nigga's body. 
and that's what he's been uh, fucking. Uh, he's been I'm not co. I'm not co-signing that, but I, go I'm, ahead. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna say that shit right now. After he said this shit about Mike Brown, and I realized he a Jack and Jill kid. I don't want to hear nothing that shit. Anyways, that nigga Travis. Yeah, and Travis Scott is a Jack and Jill kid. Travis Scott, bro. This nigga literally for years created a type of fan, the Rager, which is a white kid from a fucking privileged place that pays money to go to a concert and not give a fuck about anybody there because they feel like but, that money has entitled them to be able to rage. This shit, But also mm-hmm. but also he never gave them the rules of engagement on how you're supposed to rage. He never gave them that. He never, he never gave he never gave them instructions on how to rage. So like he made this archetype of a fan but he never instructed the fan on how they do things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, let's take a step back because you spitting and I'm going to let you finish. So, I got to give you I got to give the whole situation context, right? So, mosh pit culture, right? That's like Slipknot, Corn, all these other bands that I don't listen to, right? But death metal, mosh pits and things like that are at almost all parties, but they have a section for it. There's a certain type of people, and they take care of each other. Whether or not they're swinging, letting out their anger because mommy didn't, you know, let them use the Visa card on new trip pants, whatever, right? The fact is, they have rules and how they go about those things. In the mosh, when they want to actually mosh and be, and all that, they have rules of engagement where they allow themselves to understand things in a healthy way, right? Now, Travis Scott... He's a rapper. Rap is one of the biggest genres. When your whole crowd is moshing and the crowd is looking like Woodstock for every show you do, and these kids are just young college kids who just want to feel something, but they don't have any real rules, right? And then you have people who have seen this because he's super huge, so they're normalizing big crowds just jumping around the way they are, and it's not in um, unison the way it would if it was like a Diplo show or a Deadmau5 show, right? Now you got people wanting to see the spectacle, whether they're in VIP or whether they're bringing their kids because they just think that, hey, this is what you expect, but everything's safe, right? No, everything ain't safe. And now, like, this is the luxury tax that comes with it. Go ahead. So with everything that you just said, right, now you sprinkle mm-hmm. in the absolute need and the, 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 the horrible desire to make money. So it's like Astroworld, <laughs> Tickets sold out last year. They sold out last year. But within this last few little months or whatever, they're making more, more, more. Let's sell more tickets. Let's sell more tickets. Let's sell more tickets. Now, with all that I said about Travis Scott, I don't think that he's really the main person to blame here. The main people, mm. the main people to really blame here is Live Nation. Travis Scott, right, 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 right. Whether he be this, this, or that, that nigga is a rapper. It's like, yeah, but let's, he's not ooh. being. No, wait, wait, wait. Look, look. He's not no, doing this, this, that, and the third. But it's like, bro, I understand the situation that Travis was in these last few times. Travis was always in an environment or a venue that allowed the rage to to operate properly. Even though there has been certain things that happened back in the day, you cannot blame Travis Scott for there being over 50,000 people at this fucking festival and there's only two drink stations. There's only two water stations in there. None of the fucking security or the paramedics, any of that shit, are trained professionals. None of them are. Obviously, that happens a lot in festivals and shit, but your fucking medics don't even know how to do CPR, 
right? Then the whole entire stage setup and design was essentially a maze, and it did not allow people to actually be able to get out properly, and it made people get stuck all in this shit. Travis, is, it's, it's, like, it's like you've been doing a bunch of bad shit. You've been doing a bunch of bad shit, and somebody else did some bad stuff, but it's all getting blamed on you right now. It's like, bro, it's just a, it's a combination of a bunch of shit, bro, and just Live Nation really shit the bed. And it's like Travis didn't help because he has bred this type of fan that one when put into an environment like this, they go insane. It's mm. like, how the fuck are you gonna be at a concert where the people there's no communication? So it's like the people are screaming, like they're going for the cameraman backing crying, like, yo, please tell them to stop the show. They can't even communicate with nobody. Them niggas are just out there. It's like Live Nation is probably never gonna throw a concert after this, bro. It's probably done for them. And it's like, Travis, I know he's looking crazy and shit like that, but it's like, we gotta really remember that it's like, as an artist, you, like, 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 Travis Kane, he gave, he, he, he gave his part of the deal. <laughs> he, he put the show on. It was amazing. Me and my girl was watching that shit. Nigga, it was awesome. Even Jax, Jax ass was there. He was in VIP. He didn't know none of this shit was happening because that was all in general. So, like, they had an amazing show. Live Nation just didn't fucking put the damn venue that they could actually put all these people in. The city of Houston for allowing them to put all of these, like, the thousands of people that was way over capacity. It's like, bro, there's a lot of accountability not being taken right now, and I feel like they all trying to throw it all on Travis. And so be it. He deserves a lot of flack. But a lot of a lot of people got to take a, you know what I mean? They got to they gotta take some accountability here. There's 11 people dead. Woodstock 99 only had, like, four, four casualties. You said only. Y'all wildin'. This whole thing crazy, man. It does sound that did sound, but it's like, bro. And but the reason why I'm saying only is because if you look at Woodstock '99, it was literally like hell on earth compared to what Astro World looked like. Like, bro, Woodstock literally looked like fucking like Apocalypse Now. And still, like, it's like there's there is something wrong with how this thing was planned. When you get fifty thousand people to go to one concert at one stage. And you don't have a proper setup, things happen. Mm. And it's like, bro, like this is a like we gotta really pay attention to this shit because, cult, like, bro, the way like we haven't seen stuff like this before, like we haven't really seen festivals and stuff like this. There's always been festivals, there's always been stuff like that. But when a nigga like Travis Scott can just like, all right, let's all pull up here, we about to charge ridiculous amounts for these tickets. Like, bro, those tickets was like four hundred dollars. Like, bro, like that's mm. like this is a different type of. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to this festival expecting it to be a $400 festival. Nigga, that was a $20 festival in terms of how they had that shit set up. It was cute. They had all this cute shit, but there's no, like, when it comes to health and safety and all of that, it's like, what are we doing? Festivals, concerts, none of that is ever going to be the same after this. It's you ain't wrong. That shit crazy. Nobody's trying to be accountable. Like, bro, them niggas getting sued for, like, $2 billion. <laughs> Yeah, but also, though, this what happens, it goes back to your original statement. This what happens when you all about the money, but you don't really have no real creative control or you pass that off for the sake of making money. We've all have been there if you've been bossed up at some point where, like, you are in a situation where you can make a change, but you don't because there's so many moving parts. You just pray for the best. Well, the best didn't happen this time. So he does have some sort of accountability that he has to take for that because his name's on the brand. Mm-hmm. 
It's Astro World. It's Travis Scott's festival, you know? Mm-hmm. So as much as Live Nation is is involved, he was okay with signing off on everything as long as he got paid. Yeah. You know? Seven million dollar stage set that he was preparing for his next concert. I mean his next uh tour, I'd assume. And you can't get to that level of like raging without some sort of like you know, backlash, you know? It happens in most huge artist situations where, like, at some point, you are the conduit of why all of this is happening. If you wasn't so big, this wouldn't be a situation. Playboy Cardi be raging all he want. Don't nobody care, mm. you know? And there's a way to enjoy high-level music without having to jump around. He's shown that because he does stadiums, you know? And he does venues where you can't rage other than when you're on the on the ground floor, you know? So festivals though might want to stick. He might want to stay away from that. And you know what sucks? It's so bad for him because he's in such a weird space. Because he's in that Kardashian universe where you got to be so PC. He can't even grieve with, with with Virgil, someone who really helped put him on. You know, the man's basically just hiding. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can't even be out in the open in a in a very important time. So I'm assuming if he's inside, even for that person's passing, not even an IG post, not anything. This must be really affecting him. But he's also trying to fight back because he's trying to also tell them, yo, I'm not liable for all this. I want all these suits dismissed, you know? Yeah. So man. I'd assume he's behind the scenes a lot. Like, I'd assume he's doing a lot behind the scenes to try to do for these 11 families and maybe fit the other who are just injured and just are from where you're from. These people are from Missouri City. These people are from Houston. They're from the areas around it. Tap in. You're going to have to. You're going to have to tap in. Yeah, man. It, it's a really weird... It's a really weird situation. And it's also just really uh, unfortunate. Because uh, Travis was really supposed to take over the world next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was... We we know. So, it's like... It's just... It's sad to see something happen like this. And, unfortunately, these, these young kids, man. Like, most of the people that passed away weren't over 18 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these people just wanted to come and have fun. You know what I'm saying? And go watch Travis Scott. And I, I think that's the main thing here is like, like, bro, like a fucking fort. Like, bro, there's kids that got buried from this shit that had Fortnite fucking, like, like, uh, they had like a Fortnite casket. Like, these are young kids. Like, that shit's, I've never seen nothing like this before, bro. And kids ain't supposed, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, overall, bro, it's, it's just, it sucks on all parts. And that nigga really just gonna have to, yeah, he gonna have to be on his, yeah, he gotta go to Hawaii. He gotta, he gotta disappear, bro. It's like right now, he just gotta let this shit die. I'm on my best behavior. No. Mm-hmm. Instead of the ice, instead of worst behavior. Yo, he, and, yeah. And you know what's the craziest thing about it? It's like, bro, imagine you Drake. Drake was on stage. Look at this. Look at this crowd. This is, this is, this is a, a once in a lifetime thing. This is amazing. And then you go home, you realize that the, while you were saying that niggas was dying. It's crazy how, like, Drake caught a stray bullet in this just by wanting to be useful to Travis's situation. And now he's in a bunch of suits and all that. But Drake said, I'm going to live my life. Yeah, he, he was he was doing his thing. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Yeah, Drake said, I'm going to live. He threw parties in Houston thereafter, the whole shebang. He said, I'm going to live. You know, so, yeah, he said, I'm, I'm going to tap in. That shit is insane. I, I I am mind blown by that. But oh, crazy crazy real like crazy situation. 
Let's talk about let's talk about those guys though. We gotta talk about Drake and we gotta talk about COB versus Donda. We gotta talk about that whole era. That and, and what it's ended in. You know what I'm saying? We I mean they about to do a concert tomorrow, right? Yeah. Hey yo, I Shout just out Tremaine I, calling while we're podcasting. Damn, no, he gotta wait. No, 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 I pick it up. Nah. Hell no, he gotta wait. We podcasting. Shout outs. Yo, shout outs to the OG, man. Shout outs to the Jedi. Let's talk about it though. Cause you know where I stand and I know where you stand. I think Donda is one of the top five albums of the year, but I don't think Certified Lover Boy is a top five album of the year. I'll say this right now. COB is a better album than Donda, top to bottom, no question. After listening to it for all this time, I can't I can't tell you that Donda is better than COB when Donda is clearly ass because of a certain reason. Donda, mm. Donda is Kanye West ruined potentially his greatest album of all time because of a biracial nigga from Toronto, Canada. And it still wasn't a better album. That's a hot take, Chris. It's not That's a hot take. I'm, bro. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew we was gonna disagree, but I didn't know how far off we were, Chris. I'm sorry, Donda, bro. Donda is cool, but it's like, bro, in my opinion, there's like ten tracks on Donda that are crack and everything else Chris. is like bullshit. Chris, 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 Chris. Let me just ask you a very simple question. Cool. Do you do do you like Jail? No. That's my point. That's why Donda is a better album, in my opinion, Chris. Just in my opinion, it's not it's not the world's opinion. One thing I, I will humble myself with, Chris, and I, and I'll give you your flowers. We used to argue like we were the like the beneficiaries of the representation of the culture on, on both sides. You was like, I said it was right, it is right. And you and then I'd be like, I said it was right, so it's right. Listen, Chris, Chris, bro, Jail is one of the best charting songs this year in rap, bro. I don't know how, Chris. They played it at Virgil's Memorial. Like shout outs to A Side Trebe. Chris, it's just an easy song, bro. You could play that in a stadium. Take what you want, <laughs> Chris, 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 Chris. Listen, Chris, listen. The top is popping off when they're playing jail, bro. Chris, listen, 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 listen. I'm not done. I'm not done. It's no way an album is not top five of the year if it has a top three verse of the year, bro. Fabio Foreign had the verse that like it, it almost cured hunger in the world, bro. Bro, somewhere. In Liberia, they heard that Fabio Four verse, bro. Bro, that verse, Chris. Chris, it's, it's that great. verse is great, bro. No, no, no. It's more than great, it's Chris. Amazing. Chris, it may be one of the best verses in the last five years, bro. Uh, look, this Chris, thing, this thing I'm Chris, the dude could barely can make a complete sentence. Yeah, I know. Chris, hold on, wait, Chris, Chris, Chris. Wait, wait. I got, I got a funny analogy. I got, wait, I got a funny analogy. I got a funny analogy. I got a funny analogy. All right, so you know those fake evangelical uh, pastors, and they say when they touch you, they yeah. like they could cure you from cancer. They make you walk. Yeah. And they come on like BT at like three in the morning or like a, a infomercial or something. Yeah, bro. Bro, Fabio Farm was basically illiterate. He went into a Georgia Dome, the Mercedes Benz Stadium with Kanye, and all of a sudden became a lyricist. Bro, he's like, bro, it's like. <laughs> Wait, listen, 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 Chris. And then Saji, wait, listen. Did he got finesse so dirty? Kanye was like, yeah, bro, you remind me of Hove. That's what he said Kanye told him in the L.A. Leakers uh, interview, bro. He said Kanye said, yo, you remind me of Hove. Bro. It's just like, bro, like, 
Chris, Kanye. I'm, I love Kanye Chris. West, bro. I want Donda to be the best album of the year. I want it to it, be better than Certified Love. I want it to be the. It's just like, bro, when I hear Jail, like, Jail's a cool song and shit like that, but, bro, that song, like, a lot of this music sound white. Like, so you trying to tell me believe what I say sound white? Listen, I said this. I'm asked, I, this all album. I did was ask a question. I said all that I did was ask a question. On this album that is absolute pure crack, and that is one of them. Twenty four is one of the greatest songs ever recorded in history. No, it is not. Nigga, twenty four is top two on the album. That shit killing jail. Nigga, no, it is not. Nigga, dear God, make it all right. Only no, Chris. Chris, the best song on the album is Off the Grid, and, it's, and no, basically one no, and 1B is Believe What I Say. I'm telling you, bro, I went to the fucking, I went to the first Donna And show. then if you want to be technical, wait, 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 hold on, wait, hold on, wait, Chris, if you want to be, 24 in the Mercedes hold on, wait, Chris, stadium, bro. hold on, wait, Chris, if you want to be technical, if you want to be technical, Life of the Party is, is, you know, it's on the new, it's, it's the, on the, the expansion. The new, yo, that's if thing, you look at the new, DLC pack. Yo, the DLC pack sucks. Life of the party. Yeah, it is does. Yeah. Yo, wait, wait, wait. I'm happy you said it. I'm happy no, you said it. I'm happy you said it. Shit, First off, come to life is one of the worst fucking songs Kanye West has ever put out in his life, bro. That is some real white yeah, shit. Yes. It's it's like, bro. Yes. Like, that that it's like, bro. When you making music for a white woman, it just don't hit the same. It, it just doesn't go. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, bro. <laughs> the new the new version of Life of the Party is not good. It's great. It's like, bro, like, like Andre's verse is cool, but like Kanye's verse is ass, bro. Nobody want to hear that over the Drake verse. Nigga, the Drake verse actually gave that song meaning. Now it just feel like, ugh. It's like, that's the whole thing about this album, bro. I done heard, like, bro, Hurricane is not good. Nigga, there's no reason at all that a song with Little Baby, The Weeknd, and Kanye West is not the number one song in the fucking country for weeks on end. You know why? Because this whole entire album, Drake, I mean, Kanye was trying to do, he was trying to do so much so he could kill Drake. Or so he could show that he could do it without Drake. And he showed that he can't. Nigga, there is, Chris, not, yeah. a, there is not a number one song off this album, Woody. And you know he wanted a number one Ain't song. Ain't no number one song on CLB. Yes, there is. Way Too Sexy debuted number one. Bro, that for song weed, is so. That song is so whatever, Chris. I apologize. Bro, that song is that song is so whatever. Bro, way too sexy, and, and, and from a DJ standpoint, way too sexy and off the grid. Loki are the same BPM. It's like, bro, it is the same. It is just, it is the same BPM, but you know the difference that one got one got Playboy Cardi on it, and he and, said and got tats on my ribs. Yeah, perfectly fine. But bro, have you ever heard, bro? The thing, and also another thing about off the grid, I was Chris. Just, I, I was saw, wait, wait. I, 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 I've been I've been waiting for a podcast to say this to you. By the way, I saw the crowd at Astro World react to Drake's album. They were not fucking with it, bro. What's your response to that? Don't bro. make no excuses. What's your response? I, that's a headshot. Chris, Chris, yo, bro, I will link you the link, bro, if I can find I it. Chris, Chris, wait, Chris, 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 listen. TSU is one of the best Drake songs he's ever made. It's definitely top 20. Chris, you can't rage to TSU. That's perfect. You can't turn up to TSU. He picked the, it was the wrong audience for that song for him to perform that. Bro, bro, I, wait, opinion, listen, Chris, Drake hold on, Chris, wait, wait, Chris. songs that actually people wanted to hear. It's like, Chris, bro, listen. Like, he, like, bro, Chris, he, listen. TSU should have been played at Camp Flognog. Yeah, okay. That's what it could have, should have had shit, bro. At the end of the it day, ain't sickle, it ain't sickle mode, bro. So you can't day, bro, be. going to. You ain't gonna let me finish my boy because you so turd. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. After going to Donda, after watching this nigga try to. Bro, first off, I know what was going on this whole entire time, bro. Kanye came out and played Donda, and niggas didn't even react to it. He felt stupid. 
He was sitting there standing. He was mad as hell that first show. That's why the second show was so fucking crazy because he realized, oh, I got to get these niggas' context. It's like, bro, Donda got 32 tracks, bro. 32 tracks, bro. This nigga don't know what he's doing. Niggas is not going to try to tell me right now that okay, okay. Bro, the best song, the best song in my opinion. Bro, okay, Donda, okay, go hard, bro. Okay, okay, it just sounds, bro, it's just not, it's like, bro, you trying to be Drake. This shit is weird. You're a grown-ass Chris, man, you gotta stop! You, you do the best, bro. You know what's the best, in my opinion, other than believe what I say, Ooh, that's the uh, best song in this album? New Again. New Again is a real Kanye West. That is a New Again is nuts. New Again, New again is, is nuts, fucking insane, bro. Oh, listen, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If OK OK was Drake's song, would that bitch be a hit? I think it would. 100%. I think that bitch, bro, I think that bitch would be a hit, bro. Yo, I, th I think I think it they should just make a remix. I think they should just make a remix and keep Yachty on and just let Drake just, just let Drake go. Remix the whole entire Donda album and let Drake get on all the songs he was supposed to get on. If Drake was so on, so basically Eric, Donda was made for Drake. Is is that what we basically are talking look, this look, up to? That, really, what the problem is is that yeah, Kanye needed Drake and Drake needed Kanye because in my opinion, yeah, in my I, opinion, I, so, I, I I I like that. I like that. I think both their albums messed up because they both needed each other. I think Drake needed better production in terms of like what he was trying to go for with his new content. Because Drake content is new. A lot of people think Drake write about, write about the same stuff because they only like TSU and they like the uh, pop that shit or whatever. No, Drake got new content. I'm, he I'm just needs... C.O.B. is probably a top three Drake album, bro. That's the, that's, that is the most like... Like, bro. Yo, Chris, that album is not good, bro. Bro, yes, bro that shit is flawless. The intro was unreal. I bro, thought he was about to go into bro, a different baggie. Poppy's home. I thought he's gonna go. Yo, Chris, 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 Chris. I go lie. Back to 2015 when he stopped, bro. Stop. I go lie, Chris, 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 Chris. I, I heard that and, and it gave me Tuscan leather vibes. I almost cried listening to this. Bro, pipe it, down? Nigga, what? But see, you. But I didn't know you were still emo, bro. bro I thought pipe you was down different. Shit, bro, that's I just thought, all the shit I be wanting to say to my girlfriend. Yo, Chris, no, no, no. Believe what I say is what I want to say. Don't let the, no, let the lifestyle drag you down. It's just like, bro, like. I, the reason why I'm saying C.O.B. bro, see, it, like one thing I I, I I thought that Donda was missing, I thought Donda wasn't that great production wise. I feel like the drums. Oh no 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 no! I feel like the instruments and all that shit, all of that stuff was cool, but the drums fucking sucked on a lot of these songs. Nah, because off the grid, bro. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how good the beats is. If you got the little, if you got the little Donda player, you get to hear just the the strings, the different, bro. Yeah, the, and the, I ain't off the grid, the, like off the grid is exempt from the from the thing I just said. That's one hundred percent a great beat. Go listen to Pure Souls right now and tell me that that is not some of the worst drums you ever heard on a Kanye song. No, Pure Souls is is trash. That's pure no, Souls was pure better. Souls no, pure song. It was no, pure songs. Drums. No, pure Souls was was good. The original Donda version without no drums. Yeah. But they added drums because somebody must have told him in his camp, "Yo, we need drums on this." They did not need drums on they, that. No, they like, didn't need drums. They just didn't need those drums. They added pop no. drums, bro. Nah, they bro. They didn't need drums at all, bro. bro. It should have been an interlude to break the album up. Mm. Twenty four and Pure Soul. Hold on, listen. You can have all those tracks, but make make Pure Souls and make 24 the interludes, you know? Even though he started the album originally with 24, that like that should have either been the ending or it should have been a break, you know what I mean? Pure Souls was cool. The, uh, the same way the song with Lil Durk was cool without drums, and then they added those 808s and Heartbreak drums from Say You Will. They, like, they didn't need to add that on there. They really didn't need to add that. Look. It was cool the way it sounded because it sounded emotional, but look, 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 look before you go. I like 
the the median point that you made for us. I think both artists needed each other, and those albums t like showed that. But I still think CLB was not on the level of Donda only because, bro, like you got to think at the rate they're both at, bro. This was supposed to be Dr like Drake's basically. This was supposed to be his Pablo. Didn't feel like it, bro. Mm, I feel like this was supposed to be his black album. Nah, he remember he leans album he, I've ever heard in my I, life. No, it is the most Drake out with the most Drake cover, but that's the issue, bro. Like Drake can't be trusted because if you leave it up to him, bro, he gonna forever just be tripping about women. And he again, I want to double down on this. He did have new content, but he just like he likes to lean into pockets that he don't own no more. How about that? How about that hot take? He leans into pockets he doesn't own no more. I feel like the only other person, I feel like in terms of the pocket that Drake possesses, the only other person that's near it is Future. And Future's on the opposite end of the spectrum. They're the same person. It's just like Future's just more upfront about his toxicity and Drake just gaslights you. But Drake also tried to do what Future did and it didn't work. Remember, he tried to make one side of the album all singing, like yeah, on some Hendrix and the other. Scorpion was, he yeah, tried, Scorp but Scorpion was just like, bro. Bro, this, Scorpion look, better than CLB. That shit got God's plan. Ain't no song Drake got better than God's plan. I'm holding on to that. Scorpion I'm, is a better, had better hits, but CLB is 100% a better album. No question. Kiki. I'm glad you brought up Scorpion. Because in my opinion, Drake did to Kanye what Kanye did to Drake with Scorpion. Why the fuck with, uh, bro, the reason why Scorpion, bro, Scorpion was only one side. And then all the Pusha T, Connie shit happened, and then they made a whole other album. Like, bro, like, Donda was only, like, 16, 17 tracks, bro. The first... All right, wait, wait, wait. All right, look, we only got 15 more minutes, because we both have a meeting that we have to jump into. Look, let me... All right. Whole Lot of Red is the best album of the year. There hasn't been an album that has, that has released since Whole Lot of Red that has been better than Whole let me tell you why Whole Lot of Red is the best album, Chris. Just let me let me make a case why I still got everyone's attention. Bro, Mario Judah put out an album that made people think that's what Whole Lot of Red was supposed to sound like. This baby voice, the flow, everybody was tripping about, you know, Pissy Pampers. Everybody was tripping about Cancun. I was one of them tripping about Cancun. I wanted all these leaked tracks to come out. We thought we understood who Playboy Cardi was. And we were, we were okay with putting him in the box and didn't think he could ascend as an artist bro he evolved as a pokemon and not the way we thought he was bro he hit us with the dark stone you know the one you give espion yeah and became a, a new level of a pokemon we didn't know he could become bro i'm just keeping it real bro but and the skeptics in the in in, in the in the in the fly by night fans immediately wrote it off what is this trash this is garbage this ain't it and and the first thing you said when you reached out to me about a whole lot of red you probably remember you said this you said bro i ain't gonna lie this shit different but this an album that i know bro he was trying to make for festivals and then he tweeted that and then when festivals came out no one has had a better performance than playboy cardi the whole year bro like bro kanye like he's having kanye tier moments off of this album, bro. We're nine days away from the Vamp tour coming to Brooklyn, New York. I am. I think I could. I think I could get you tickets. No, I have them. I bought them oh, immediately oh. when they came out. Listen, this is the most important musical. Like, bro, this tour. There hasn't been something this important since Pablo. There hasn't. This tour has been different, bro. I'm telling, and it's so beautiful because when Whole Lot of Red came out as a. As, 
as a nigga that said in 2019 that whole lot of red was going to be the next my beautiful dark twisted fantasy i will tell you that on december 25th when this masterpiece came out like you said niggas wrote that shit off niggas said it was they wrote it off they said it was garbage they said this they said nigga I was there on Twitter. I was telling niggas this shit is a 10 out of 10. Bro, this is a 10 out of 10 album, bro. This is the best album put out since Blonde. It's like in my 31 in my 31 years of living, bro, I've never been so floored by an album that I was not like I just didn't expect it. And and I'm a Cardi fan. So it's not like I didn't I don't I listen to his music. I I st- I thought I thought okay, I'm gonna keep it so real. I didn't think he could get better than like Long Time or like Lean for Real. I was like, okay, Skepta in the mix like he's making ethereal music that is just taking my mind somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I thought that was I was okay with Charmillion. I didn't know he had a Charizard, bro. I didn't know. And bro, the way he went with it, bro, bro, stop breathing. Yeah. Stop Breathing is one of the... First of all, it's homage to Gucci Man. Stop Breathing. Yeah. Well, my shirt off. Gucci Man, my shirt off. But in the song, Gucci Man say, I take my shirt off and all I, the whole stop breathing. in my life heard an artist on a track like that. They're like, And this is why I always try to tell people, niggas be trying to say that Cardi doesn't... He lacks substance. Your favorite lyrical miracle rapper could never do the ad-libs that were on Stop Breathing. He's literally dying in the background of that song, bro. Like, at that one point where he's just, like, in the background, like, ah, ah, like. Bro, my eyes are getting watery, bro, because, bro, I've been, wa- I've been waiting for a, I've been waiting for an arena, not a concert, but I was waiting, and, and, and I didn't party enough at, like, Hole in the Walls and, and um at Basel to feel it. But I'm, bro, maybe we have to, maybe we have to throw the party, but I need the gates of hell to just peek open in a, in a venue when stop breathing comes on, bro, because bro, he said I had the shank, I, I had a nigga shank Ola for five. Oh, when he said that, funny. people don't realize what the lyrics are for this song, bro. This nigga Cardi was really going nuts. No, 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 he was really going, he was he really was going nuts, bro. bro. He was really going nuts. And, and then hold up, this chef's kiss win. is. And this chef's the chef's kiss is Sky. Sky is one of the oh. bro. No, no, no. You know it's the best. No, but the the under the best song on the album, bro. It's over, over, over. Sounds like the end of Evangelion. That home. Is- listen, over, over is tight. But I'm gonna tell you the song that made me realize that we have to keep that we have to keep teaching our kids about anime. We have to keep teaching our kids about Sonic. We have to keep teaching our kids about Final Fantasy. No, on that time. Oh. No, right now, bro. When when whole lot of red, I mean, when Dot Lit first came out, I told everybody that fucking that flatbed freestyle is the future of his sound. That's it. That's like the next point. The future of Playboy Cardi sound is control. Control, bro. Playboy Cardi is gonna do something insane, bro. If he takes all this hyper pop shit that these white kids have been doing and perfects it, it's oh, control is one of the best Playboy Cardi. Like that may be the most substance filled Playboy Cardi song ever. You never hear anything about this nigga's emotions and all that shit, bro. That nigga said, I can wear a business suit and speak proper. Or I can put some niggas on about a chopper, bro. That shit. <laughs> bro, bro. Yo, Chris, if you will get the fuck off That's my fucking phone nigga, right now. That nigga Cardi, bro. And I'm the type of dude at this point, what do you think? You know I think I'm the coolest nigga on earth. I don't even like listening to niggas my age. I fucking hate supporting niggas that, that are in my age group. Cardi? I cannot... You can't. It's like, bro. This is a generational talent, bro. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I got. I, wait. I, I'm sorry. I keep, bro. It's too much. And 
we short on time. Chris, based off the information that you're privy to, you think he better than Uzi? 100%. Remember, based off the information you're privy yeah, to. 100%. 100%. All right, because because bro, you know Uzi one of the smartest people on earth. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Uzi's smart. I think Uzi is like, bro. I, I'm per, I'm just saying musically, like compare for like, all right, all right. Love is rage two to eternal to take. Dot lit to whole lot of red. Cardi went in warp. He went into a different galaxy. He went into a different galaxy, he right? Went a different galaxy, bro. Like, yeah, bro, I think the problem a, is, a song, I like, think place. Play, and the craziest I, I, thing is that some of these songs are old. Everybody knows wait, that he changed the album that weekend. That's why Kanye was saying, like, we'll have the album out by the, by the weekend. He, they flipped the entire album. Whole lot of Red was not supposed to sound like this. Wait, listen, though. Listen, though. I find it interesting, though. I always thought Uzi was more talented, but I think Uzi understands it's a marathon, not a sprint. Bro, I don't I don't know if, if Cardi can make a better album than Whole Lot of Red for the rest of his career. Oh, That's how good that album is, bro. He 100%. Yo, bro. Remember what Blonde did? Blonde came out, and then nothing was better than it for the rest of the decade. Yeah, and like, bro, the thing about Whole Lot of Red that's so crazy is that it's created so, like, bro, yeet? yeet? No, same thing with my be with Dark Twisted Fantasy. Dark Twisted Fantasy came out 20, what, 10 or 11? 2010, bro. And nothing was better than it for think the rest of the 2010, decade. 2020. But nothing was better than it for the rest of the decade. Mm, bro, I'm just saying, I think Cardi... Bro, I don't know if... if but I think Uzi can get better than Eternal Will Take. Oh, he definitely can. 100%. He could also get better than... um, Like, what Like what was the other one? Love is Rage? Look, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. No, but... Um, Look, Cardi, I, I mean, remind me, the one that got... Um, oh, that's a... Uh, the one with Yasersky. That's the Deluxe. Yeah, that but was, that yeah, it's that not was, called Eternal Will Take. Yeah, that's Eternal Will Take Deluxe. Well, no, it was Lil Uzi um, Vert versus the World too. Yeah, there we go, Lil Uzi Vert versus the World too. I'll be real <laughs> with you, bro. One hundred percent, Cardi can make a, a better album than Whole Lot of Red. It ain't even a question, bro. Because Cardi recognizes I, artistry. That's one thing that he recognizes, bro. Cardi's snippets are better than these niggas' discographies, bro. The all the leaks that came out within between Die Lit and Whole Lot of Red, bro. This is bro. Cancun never released. Not yet, not yet, PC not yet. Pissy Pamper never released. Bro, not yet. he is holding some of the greatest music ever created. Bro, he's the, I, t- I said this shit when the first mixtape came out, bro. He the fucking, he the SoundCloud Frank Ocean, bro. No one moving like this nigga. Everything he drop is crack. It's like, bro, you give Cardi whatever narcissist was supposed to be, that shit was going to be pure crack. I know it okay. is. I ain't gonna lie. I, I I'll take I'll take everything you're saying. I'll take all that. I'll take all of that. Take what you want. So, <laughs> yo, yeah, bro, you playing, bro? Jail is crazy. Yo, bro, Chris, he said priors. Do you have any priors? I'm not singing. Well, that, song. that one time. I'm not singing. I'll be song. honest. I'm black. I'm not going to jail tonight. I'm not even manifesting the shit. We sing and believe what bro. I say. Bro, he said better that I change <laughs> my number so you can't explain. <laughs> I bro, like what you call it more than that? What's the other one? Uh, the uh, the 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 Lord. What do you say? Can you shut up? I can't hear myself. Drink. <laughs> Wait, Chris, 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 Chris. Jesus is Lord. Stop playing with Jay Electronica. Stop that playing shit with cool, the locks. But no one listening to that shit. Chris, to Chris, 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 Chris. Drake could time. never. Drake could never. No I can't believe you really. Jesus, like that's the thing I'm talking about with Donda. I feel like niggas. The only songs I hear from Donda is off the grid. 
My window is open all day. Niggas is playing music on the block all day. Niggas is not playing that album. Are, are you are you really using the example I used to give to you for yes, six straight years? Now I you're using it against me. Understand it. Niggas is outside, bro. Other than motherfucking off the grid, nigga. You nigga. know what else they also play? They play Whoop D. Fuck out of here. You <laughs> Yo, Chris, I'm not <laughs> listening to nothing. That, they play that K Flock too, nigga. That K Flock going stupid. Shout out to motherfucking Bronx one time. Them niggas going crazy up there with um, this shit. All right, so I'm sadly I watched the NFL. Lakers are trash right now. Hopefully they go to the playoffs. Um, we still love music. Um, the the LV show was amazing. Um, it's crazy that it took Virgil his life's work to give us a Louis Vuitton and Nike collaboration. So I'm hoping that we honor it and don't be so gross about it because this is a person's fallen his last line. You know, this is what he gave us. Ironically, the ultimate partnership. You know, basically sacrificed his. His well-being and shout outs to him showing us what 24 hours you can really do within it man Facts. 24 hours are, 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 are very important in our livelihoods and um you, you know you only get one of these things you only get one of these mm -hmm. things physically so there's that no need for us to make promises about if we're back or not you know we know who we are and we're the realist and we're just gonna keep giving y'all the real Chris, any um, URL updates you want to give people? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know this is probably going to come out later on. Niggas are not going to hear it. But tonight I'm DJing at Rash. Uh, new clothes, new podcast coming out soon. We got two new episodes of Talking to URL coming out this week. Uh, 2022, taking over this shit. Get in line. Um, other than that, I just want to say shout out to you. Um... Shout out to the agency of the year. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, everybody that's just putting in that work. My boy Julius, the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? A little genius. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just, just shout out to everybody. Rest in peace, V. And we uh, we, we just got to keep on putting in work. Yeah, this what we naming this podcast? High with a bunch of eyes? <laughs> uh, let's say, or, or hey with a bunch of lies. I don't know. <laughs> We get, we we don't call it a Virgil with a bunch of V's. Yeah, yeah. A whole lot of V. Whole lot of V. Whole, said a whole lot of red. A lot, a whole of, lot v. of V. There you go. Whole lot of V. Yes, sir. Whole lot of V, man. Next one, we go. You know what they want? They want that three-hour epic. They want that two-hour epic. They want that Joe Rogan. Yeah, no podcasts be long now. Bro, I be trying. The podcast game. We used to get. We used to get it was forty-six minutes and bounce. But bro, now we gotta. We gotta. Bro, we, we're, we're smarter. We're more wise. Maybe people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was ready to talk about that. Cars faster. <laughs> yo, that Fabio Farr verse is crazy. You're, it, it, yo. I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's bad. I never did. I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. One, one thing the Ye come in with the Uzi verse. Because, bro, I'm not going to lie. He should have had Uzi on. Nah, you know what they that were whole, supposed that, to do, bro? That whole flow. They were supposed First to go uh, viral. Then they go digital. They were supposed to split that song up like part one, part two. Because they never play it all the way through the, in the club. They only play one half or the other half. They should just split it up. It's two different I got, He said, I, I was forgetting you. And now I remember. <laughs> nah, he said, he, was he said, that's my bestie. <laughs> I think I see Messi. They're playing soccer in my backyard. Yeah. He, oh, man. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one yeah, more thing yeah, I want to say. One more thing I want to say. These are best fits Kanye kind of worn in years. Best fits that he don't wear forever. That fit that he wore. That's because he looked like the final boss at com I mean, I about to say at Comic Con, bro. That's all. Mm -hmm. That that fit that he wore on the second show that may be my favorite Kanye forever. That's the coolest uniform he's ever wore. Like, oh, before the, I forget, 
before I forget, rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Um, Yeezy hoodies fit amazing. Um, what else? I think I think we good. So with that, this is is probably gonna be fifty nine minutes and some change. This is Woody versus Poppy. I, I, you know what? I know what we'll do Chris for the um. It's it's five fifty nine. So for these last twenty seconds, when I'm done talking, we'll do a moment of silence for everyone who passed away. Yeah. Starting now. All right, we love y'all. Peace. Peace.